Welcome back to another episode of First and Last. My name is Josh, and with me this week, I've got Joe. Hey, man. And Jimmy. What's up? I said that with a question mark, because I'm sitting in a different spot in the <laughs> yeah, room. It's, was... it's weird how weird this feels. <laughs> There's <laughs> only three of us, and we just switched, like two seats and now everything <laughs> feels backwards josh has been fired from the producer chair <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah josh for is one a, week josh is away from his laptop he's on so suspension actually now he's gonna know no facts you're gonna sound like an idiot i have a phone <laughs> <laughs> it's connected to the internet the pocket computer <laughs> i will say though it's been I, I have not had a computer for like one day and i won't have one for like a week yeah and mm. that it's just a it's, it was a weird week it was like nighttime and it was like right before bed and normally i like watch a youtube video or something and just chill and then mm-hmm. i'm like what do i do do i watch it on my tv this is weird <laughs> Ugh. i don't like i don't maybe i'm weird i'm i'm sure i'm weird but i like when i'm like winding down for the night or whatever and i'm like i'm gonna go to bed soon within an hour maybe or something like that I usually like turn off the tv and i just like watch things on my computer even if it's like something that Everything that I'm watching on my computer is fully accessible on my TV. Yeah. No, but yeah, I do that too. You do that too? Yeah. It's like, is it a smaller screen? Or what? Why, do you know why you do it? Um, I guess it is. Yeah, it's somewhat just like smaller and cozier and it's not like, I don't know. I, I guess it is different that it's like, it's more like I'm watching stuff on YouTube or like wrestling videos off of Reddit or something. Yeah. Um, and it's not like I'm putting on like a full on Netflix, just like those stuff. I typically just like beam. I suppose it's true. You, uh, you don't do that, Jimmy. Like just pull up the laptop. Yeah. Well, you and Michelle have like, you guys got a TV. We have a TV in our bedroom, which is a huge problem. (laughs) Like don't do it. Don't do it. Cause then especially like in the Midwest when it's just dark at 4 PM, (laughs) <laughs> and you get home from work and it's just like, oh, I'm just lay down in this bed where this TV is <laughs> and the day is over. And it's like, we still need to eat dinner tonight. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm I, asleep if in I this was, bed watching things. If I was in like in my bed watching TV, like in the dark, which is I just assume that's what you're doing. I just mm-hmm. and it'd be like 6 p.m. I'd be like, why even get up? I feel yeah. like that's just like you're just brewing depression (laughs) but it's so awesome (laughs) like what else are you gonna do and the dog under a weighted blanket just (laughs) yeah you know just (laughs) under a warm what those electric blankets Mm -hmm. uh we have our like i was gonna say our dog is on this routine right now where after she eats dinner which she's like she's just always hungry so we like feed her like 5 p.m and then she's just like, okay, I'm done. Like, I'm done with the day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And so she'll just like, so then it's like she curls up into bed and it's just like, you're just snuggled. And it's just like, okay, well, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to leave this, this situation. Hmm. Yeah, that's not what I expected from, from a pup. Oh, she's insane. <laughs> All of the, but then the, her thing is too, is that then she wakes up and she eats at like 630 in the morning. <laughs> But which is like fine because my wife gets up early because she works early. Right. (laughs) But then the days that she doesn't, then she wakes the dog wakes me up and I'm like, oh, God, I'm so tired. (laughs) What do you need? (laughs) Which she did this morning. (laughs) 
She's right. a good girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, I, I'm I'm, I'm happy that apparently I'm not the only person that like turns off big things and then switches to like essentially small things. It does feel a little silly, yeah, when I'm like, you, you know, even from down from the laptop down to like watching stuff on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't go to the phone. Mm-hmm. Even even without, I just basically I watched stuff last night. My my computer's just out to get like a battery replacement. It's not <laughs> right, right. Uh, but uh, I didn't switch my phone. I was just like, well, I guess I'm just done. I guess I was just bed. I think I went to bed earlier last night than I normally <laughs> would. I was just like, well, I guess I'm done. Because <laughs> I'm gonna get a good night's sleep. <laughs> Ugh, I was debated. I mean, that's debatable uh, still. That, but, yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, it's two a.m. I guess I should turn in. Uh, I go to bed before two. <laughs> I'm a night owl, but not not that night of an owl. <laughs> All that right, owl of a night. Yeah, uh, this is not how we wind down at night. Podcast, Joe. What is first and last for anybody that uh, cares? Uh, it's a <laughs> it's a TV pod, uh, but not your average TV pod. We take one show a week. We watch just the first episode, just the last episode. It's typically a show we've never seen, so we're just getting like the beginning and end. Um, and in between, we try to predict what's going to happen at the end. Um, usually, we're way off. We do a great job. <laughs> Sometimes we're... No, never. We're actually never exactly on. <laughs> no. Even when a show is only like a season long, we're we're not right by the end. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of a good, concise way to soak up TV. Um, our next podcast is going to be um, just three dudes reading the Wikipedia of a TV show. <laughs> and and you won't even notice. <laughs> We're just gonna silently read it to change. ourselves. <laughs> we'll be more accurate, maybe. Yeah. God, I hope so. Maybe. Um. But yeah, that's it. And then in Ooh. a and then I'll, oh, Joe, you can keep going because it's your show. It hey, is. Tell us um, a story. Yeah. So this week, um, digging into. The reservoir of shows known as uh, HBO, not quite TV. Yeah, not quite TV. It's full on HBO. Um, and doing kind of a classic, as I guess as far as HBO shows go, um, an older classic called Mm. Six Feet Under. Okay. Um, Man, I'm like, we haven't done that yet. Yeah. Right. Um, which is a you know, a early 2000s HBO show ran from June 3rd, 2001 to, uh, I don't have it up anymore, August something, August 21st, 2005. So it's at the early part of like golden era HBO, which pretty much starts with like The Sopranos and then continues on with The Wire and so forth. Um, but like this is like a solid show that ran for five seasons and I pretty much know nothing about it i assume it has something to do with dead people or like a funeral home or something uh but i I've, otherwise i've never seen it i legitimately think I, I have like a large like i have a thought of what this show is and i'm sure i'm wrong yeah i've also never seen it yeah um i feel like this is like one of those like the hundred that's how you say it. Mm. The hundred, <laughs> like the f- the four. The, there's other shows where like people go away and then they come back unexplained kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's one of those shows, but in the terms of like maybe the main character is like a 
Claire Danes like high school student who dies, gets buried, and then comes back a la like pet cemetery. Oh. And then is then like living around and then maybe they find out that like, I don't know, some probably some uh, like controversial Indian barrel ground or something <laughs> like that is like the reason why people come back to life. Huh. Basically I think this might be Pet Cemetery but for people Pet Cemetery series starring a Claire Danes like person. It kinda sounds that kinda sounds like I Zombie. <laughs> yeah, or I was gonna say just yeah, like Santa Clarita diet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's that, but HBO, so it's better. Wasn't that an HBO? Santa Clarita? Was, that, was, that, that, was that Netflix? Netflix. Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah, Netflix, like yeah. Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah, I've I've for sure not seen this, but I, all I remember is the like, I remember seeing because was um was weeds was that a premium? No, was like, it is. I think that's like Showtime. Though? I think that's Showtime. I feel like they were on at the same time, maybe. And I used to like mm-hmm. I hadn't seen either of them, and I confused them because there was like a the um like image was like a just a lone tree mm-hmm. or like right. Yep. For six feet under? Yeah. Okay. That was like the that's like the thumbnail that yeah. I remember. Um I don't know why. Briefly I had HBO at one point back in the day. Who's in this? Do I know anybody but all he in did this was show? Watch True Blood. <laughs> um Dexter, right? Oh, Michael C. Hall. So like a young Dexter? Yeah, a young Dexter. Okay. So that's that interests me right away. Oh yeah, there is. Now a I just tree. think he's gonna kill people. What is the I deal with this so. tree? There is something going on with this like lone tree that's in all of like the photos for this show. It's probably the tree where the per the Claire Danes like character was buried. <laughs> she's yeah. buried under this tree. I hope it's just Drew Barrymore. I mean, she's not written as a person in the show as far ah. as starring. But. Oh, oh, but Claire Danes actually is. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, then what are we talking? about I don't here? know. For some reason, I'm a, for some reason I'm in like this like high school like some sort of like high school like late high school girl like junior senior dies and then comes back and only her best yeah. friend knows. Maybe all like the cheerleader from Heroes. This is the other image that mm-hmm. I like recognized from this show. And it looks like it's from like the season one DVD and it's like a like dead person face and you can tell it's dead because it's like very pale and then like there's someone applying like pink lipstick to it and it's just the pink lipstick that is coming out. It's just that's the only what? thing that's colored. Which that's the part that made me think it was about like a funeral home or something. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I was and I was envisioning like a undead person putting on <laughs> lipstick on themselves or something. That makes sense. Try to fit in. I think it now that I think about it, I think it's the like tree thing and then the like isn't the weeds thing like dandelions on that thumbnail. And I think to me they were just so they were so similar in my mind that I that I'd confuse the two. Isn't the weeds one just like that three named woman's uh, just like laying in a field or something like that? Is that what it is? Uh, maybe. What's her name? <laughs> I know she has three names. Yeah. You know? She's like Mary, Mary Tyler Winstead or something like that. Mary Tyler Moore. Is a Parker in it or something? 
Yeah. Mary Louise. Mary Louise Parker. That sounds like a name. Yeah, uh, sure. That's it. Done. Did it. That's her name. No, That's what know. it is now. <clears throat> well, there's cool. no way. There's no. There's no way to tell. So, um, I mean, Dexter's gonna kill somebody, right? Yeah. Well, I'll say. Well, Joe's kind of shooting towards like a funeral home thing. I'm shooting towards some sort of like undead teen drama. Apparently, mm-hmm. uh, I think. You got anything? Yeah. I like the funeral home thing, and it's a it's a drama, right? It's not like a, or is it like a uh, comedy? Wikipedia drama? Wikipedia says comedy drama, black oh, comedy, psychological like. drama. Okay, I want to believe that there's some shadiness though, where like they are using the funeral home to also just get rid of like dead bodies of some sort of gangster like thing. Oh. Which I think is like a direct ripoff of um, Luke Cage season two. <laughs> Wait, you think season two? Yeah. <laughs> so you think somehow retroactively the show of Six Feet Under ripped off a well, Luke just Cage okay was a comic from Marvel. like the seventies. <laughs> Luke Cage has been around a long time. Yeah, well, obviously, like yeah, his comic. It's been around. The problem, the the uh, comics are pretty problematic if you go back and read them. Like, ugh, a lot of white dudes writing these. <laughs> ugh. Like, I, I get what they're, like, trying to do, but ugh, it's, like, all black people just only talking Ebonics. <laughs> and it's, like, it, it just feels what? like a lot of blackface was happening around the <laughs> office or something. I don't know. Hey, man. But it was representation. <laughs> Yeah, sort of. <laughs> it was representing something. It would have been better if that representation would have had, uh, you know, like black writers. And, yeah, yeah, probably. And artists and, and whatnot know. involved in it. It was a it. different time. Yeah. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was times. There were there <laughs> there were times. That's for there were sure. Times to be had. Um, yeah, I don't. I guess I don't really have too much more to to guess about what six feet under is so should we just go and see what it is i have exactly nothing else oh except for that the first episode is called pilot oh i was just looking that up oh were you gonna do it well i didn't know because i'm sitting in the chair like is it is it (laughs) you didn't do i do it oh so you're gonna do this part but not introduce the podcast (laughs) that's yeah that's too intimidating for me (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's kind of freeing over here, not mm-hmm. having, not being in charge of whether or not hey. things are recording correctly or sounding good. Yeah, I, I gotta remember to keep looking at the. Yeah, it's really weird. Right. <laughs> so power, yeah, power's gone to his head. I'm just gonna cut it right here. All right, episode over. Episode. <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> so first episode is called Pilot, June third, two thousand one. Uh, we're gonna watch that, and we'll be back after that. Jimmy, hit stop. And we're back. We're doing with the first episode of Six Feet Under. It was unceremoniously named Pilot. Jimmy, do you have a write-up? Yeah, I do. Could be called like, Dad's Dead, like even. That would have been better. <laughs> it is weird to me when, like, premiere service shows have episodes called Pilot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they didn't know. Like, yeah. Like, aren't they, aren't, I feel like there's a, 
different process for those shows, but maybe not. Well, I don't know. I mean, they said like didn't like they paid they paid thirty million, three hundred million, some some extraordinary amount for Game of Thrones pilot, quote unquote, and then they said no, the spinoff. Oh, the spinoff. Yeah, I did hear that. Did we talk about that? I think we mentioned it last week. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but they developed that themselves. I'm pretty sure is what I'm saying too. You know, like like they say yes to to a team and they they like put in the money. It's not like it's not like someone showed up at their door with this made like this pilot right. made, right? Well, I mean, right. maybe they did. And also, you would have assumed if they would have picked up the Game of Thrones uh, prequel or whatever sequel or whatever it was, it, yeah, prequel, they would have just named the episode. They would have taken five <laughs> yeah. minutes and named it Prequel of Thrones. On Christmas Eve of two thousand, in the year two thousand. <laughs> Uh, Patriarch Nathaniel Fisher. Oh, his name was Nathan too. Yep. Uh, Owner of Fisher and Sons Funeral Home is hit and killed by a bus while driving his brand new hearse. His death throws his immediate family into emotional chaos as they attempt to deal with their grief. Nathaniel's death casts a pall over the return of his older son, Nate, who's coming home from the holidays before returning to his home in Seattle. On the flight, Nate, uh, Nate, so Nate Jr. meets and later has sex with Brenda Chenoweth, and she's around a bit for this episode. And then dutiful son David is struggling to keep his true sexual identity uh, a secret and his new boyfriend Keith from his family. Matriarch Ruth has her own secrets to keep uh, being infidelity. Uh, And the youngest child and only daughter, Claire, has her first taste of crystal meth before finding out about uh, her father's death and must now go... (laughs) taste. Yeah, the way it lists that, it's like, okay, does that mean she's just like an addict pretty quickly? (laughs) Or is it like it just was the first time? You know that redhead mom with uh who drops the atm machine on the dad in breaking bad that's what claire is. that's claire's future <laughs> that they're, they're that character was born right out yeah, of she this. moved okay. to albuquerque and <laughs> did that Same universe she, yeah that's awesome i hope her name's claire um so so she she takes her hit a meth and then gets a call that her dad's dead so now she's going through this experience and it says, while tweaking. One hit of meth, please. <laughs> Meanwhile, Nathaniel, uh, the father's specter, is repeatedly appearing to each member of his family and forces them to face their own anxieties about life and death. I don't know if that's totally true. I don't think he appeared to everybody. Did he? I think he appeared. He seemed to be appearing to Nathan, to David, David a lot. lot. He appeared to Nate. He appeared to David. He appeared to mom. He did appear to mom. Yeah, she saw him. All right, I believe you. I don't remember. I just, uh, I, feel, I just don't remember that. I For sure, appeared did. to Claire. Okay, so I, maybe it was everyone. I think, I think that he would be to the everyone, whole family. Then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that in fact would be everyone. Okay, that's uh, that's the end of the end of the write up. Um, but man, a lot, yeah. a lot happened. There was also um, because it it felt like David, at least for the first like half was like having these daydreams like visions weird stuff yeah and then 
but then Nate was seeing him too. And then at the end, Nate saw him, Nate sees him gets on, get on a bus. And that did not seem like this is a daydream anymore. That was, that was very odd. It did feel weird because I feel like, was that the first time Nate saw him? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. But it, it did feel a little different at the very end when he saw his like dead dad get onto a bus in a way. It's it felt, felt specifically like, different. It felt like, hey, not dead, leaving town. But like, he's dead, right? I mean, he's dead. Because the other, anytime anyone else saw him it was just like, then they like shook back to real life. And they're like, oh yeah, like this was just like a Scrubs, like JD fantasy. Well, normally but that time he like staring at this bus and like, oh my god. Yeah. Normally it was like the dad was like in place of somebody that was actually in the room, and they were like oh, yeah, kind true, of imposing true. the dad over it. Whereas we didn't get that like resolution. Yeah, that was the first time we saw Nate see dad was when he's identifying dad's body and he is seeing. So I I think did the did the write up even mention that they are a um, like Mortician family. I don't even think it did. <laughs> I don't think it did. That's an important know. part of the puzzle. They, they run a funeral home. Um, so dutiful David is like the guy who's kind of taken up the mantle. It seems. And Nate has kind of run off to Seattle to do nothing with his life. And David doesn't even want to be in the funeral biz, but he's trying to like make his parents proud or something. And Claire's just doing meth. She's mething it up, you know. Everyone's struggling in <laughs> this episode. In As their own do. way. Well, and the mom is, like, freaking out in near the end because her husband... Well, obviously her husband died. But then also she, like, tells the family that she, like... uh like was cheating on their dad and she's like freaking out because now dead dad would knows this now now. He, knows. now he knows and it's like yeah okay well you you did you still, you were still doing it <laughs> again like what what's gonna happen now like, gonna you, haunt you, you. you should have felt bad about this earlier but he's a ghost now he can haunt he's free to haunt oh awesome yeah license to haunt <laughs> double o boo Double O boo. It's a James Bond joke. <laughs> oh, because oh, wow. license too. Got it. Yep. Yeah. No, you had to really follow with, it. Yeah, I would have gone with like Double O Heaven or something. Yeah. <laughs> you don't haunt people from heaven. You don't know that. You think heaven ghosts? You get to do what you want. What's better than that? I don't think God's like, go haunt people. <laughs> <laughs> go forth. <laughs> And Maybe double O hell. <laughs> yeah, that's good too. That's like better. That's <laughs> better. Um, another thing that the write up didn't mention is the fun um funeral ads, like commercials. Oh, best part of the show, right? <laughs> Not, I mean, <laughs> pretty fun. Yeah, it uh, definitely does a lot. It, like goes a long way in making like light of an extremely dark show. <laughs> Yeah, it's that's weird. In it, in all honesty, like they don't technically fit. There were three of them, right? Three or four? Did it you count the very four. first one? Yeah, the very first one was an ad for a brand new hearse. Yeah, right. right. Um, Sexy which hearse. Like, yeah, it was like a very sex-forward like ad for like hot ooh. hot lady wants you to buy a hearse. Mm-hmm. You know, 
And then it was it was like the makeup cream that was like it was like wound filler that was like yep. you got to make people look their best like get this wound filler. Um, and then the last one was like this shaker that's like a shaker of dirt that you could use for like when they're like being buried that you shake this on top of the um, on top of the casket. But it was a very like fun like dancey shaking commercial. All of the f- commercials were like, hey death is fun mm-hmm. <laughs> you know <laughs> i think there was one more i think there was it's one more too but to I, me. yeah i can mm-hmm. i think there was one in between the hearse and the wound filler i don't know <sighs> but yeah they're all for products that would be used by a funeral home and they're all products that like help to like make the death seem like yeah, just a little bit more high class. Like, let's let's touch this up a little bit. Like, I mean, nice hearse and didn't some they, nice makeup. Didn't they make sense for what was happening? Like, the first one was the hearse, and mm-hmm. the dad had a hearse. The second yeah. one was the wound filler, and he had like a bunch of gashes on his face. Yeah, and he and ended then, up using it. Yeah, and then David was using it on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what so, was the last one? I already forgot. The the dirt shaker, which oh, they yeah. use in the in the burial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Good times. Yeah. Which all it all kind of ties into the that end scene where they they have the burial scene and um, David is, do they give the shaker to David for him to shake? I think um, they all shook and then they gave it to oh Nate. not David to Nate. Nate um and Nate like kind of goes off on a rant on how like all of this is artificial like mm, of like very sterile yeah it's very sterile that it's like he's he's their dad's all touched up and he doesn't look like him anymore and they're using this shaker and it's not real dirt. And they're like mm. burying him in this like astroturfed like park, mm. and like it doesn't really represent that this is a real person who is like important to them, mm. and that he's dead, which is like a very real like grief filled thing that's like not really being addressed by all of this nice stuff that's happening. It's yeah. super real. Mm-hmm. And then like, but and then his like rant then really kind of like allowed mom to really like she just really like sobbed and like threw mm-hmm. some dirt in it. And that I was like watching that lady. I was like, I've seen that like sob at funerals yeah, before, you know, yeah. I was like, Holy shit. Like, <laughs> I, like it pulled me in. I was like, Oh, that's too real. I'm feeling like feelings. Mm-hmm. Well, she's like, an actor. Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, American horror story. Lady. Yeah, the American horror story lady. Also, she's like really old, even in this, like, yeah, so like she's she's been to funerals in real life she really she <laughs> she's experienced grief she's seen one or two husbands die i think by there's then a lot of, there's a lot of real life in that there was like snot coming out and everything oof yeah all the snot man i was like man i've seen that snot i recognize <laughs> that snot that's real grief snot mm-hmm. grot just before <laughs> that we were talking about though that like be tight to be at a funeral and just have like one of the kids just like go off about like this is all fake like none of this matters oh man could you imagine <laughs> if you're at a funeral and, and it's like not your dad your brother or whatever <laughs> but it's like you're like third cousin or somebody or like a friend of somebody and you're like just there and you're standing in the background and all of a sudden people just start screaming <laughs> and yelling and like real emotion starts happening and you're just there and you're like whoa this is the best funeral in the world <laughs> like, of applause yeah, maybe. Like, like, <laughs> like, as in, like, you were kind of like you were there because of like 
mostly obligation, but also just because like, you know, like you want to support somebody. You just like funerals. So you're there, you're, or, or maybe you're there for hope <laughs> of a spectacle. <laughs> just, just into it. There, I mean, there was a guy there who was just waiting to try to buy the business like to their like, corporate funeral business or whatever yeah, and that guy was like this is a great funeral <laughs> this is having a great time i don't know i've 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 like been to funerals where there's been a lot of like i've been to funerals where you know like okay this person was like old and everyone's like sad and it sucks but everyone's like being very you know put together mm-hmm. um but I've definitely been to ones that are like been to like working with kids, been to a couple kid funerals and like where there's been a lot of explosive emotion Ooh. and it was not a good time <laughs> for anyone. I want to caveat what you're saying with <laughs> nowhere did I think that it would be fun to be at a kid's funeral <laughs> with this happening. I'm just saying I like old white guy funeral. <laughs> this is only comical at an old white guy funeral. Sure, 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 sure. All their children, all <laughs> children, ages, races don't apply. Yeah. Lived a full life. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this guy. He was on top of the world the whole time, and now his whole family's breaking apart. This is hilarious. <laughs> oh, God. I'm their third cousin. Nate was a douche. Anyway, he was. A- <laughs> I mean, what Nate was going on about was like, okay, yeah, like, like, like the system is flawed. Like, this is a weird, this is not. This is a weird like ritual. Yeah, all that of we this do. dress up for it. Yeah, yeah. it's all just kind of fake for like a very real thing that happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean maybe there's you know, I'm sure there's a lot of reason that that's like how funerals got that way is that it's trying to give you some sort of like system to to grieve into like mm-hmm. when you don't know what else to do with your body and emotions, mm-hmm. you know, but. But yeah, then it can be very cosmetic. It also, worked. capitalism. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, there is too. that part. Yeah. And that's an important part <laughs> of everyday of life and death. Exactly. <laughs> what are we, communists? <laughs> what are we just going to get buried all in the same hole? Yeah. What are you going to you gonna turn me into With dust? With all those other people? <laughs> <laughs> no, Jimmy. No. Uh, what. What was everyone's actual just the feelings of the uh, episode as a whole? Did you actually like it or not? It was fine. <laughs> All right. All I right. mean, it All was. Right. Uh, it, I feel. I feel like it felt very much of a whole with early two thousands HBO, where it was like, um. Yeah, it's it still wasn't like the element that it is today where it's like very much prestige and they know that you're going to watch so you're stuck. <laughs> yeah. Right? So like they mm. they know that they have to pull you in as a pilot, which I think that they did a good job of like introducing the characters and giving you the type of humor and also like, you know, the having the climax of the funeral itself. Um but it also just like I don't know. There's something about that, like early two thousands, that just feels different about these types of comedy slash drama shows. Where it's like, I don't know if it's the pace or the type of jokes that they're making, but it's like not quite snappy. 
where it makes me like I'm not exactly looking to dive into episode two. I mean, these are like, hey, I mean, this show was an hour. This one was about an hour, a little mm-hmm. over an hour long. I think the regular episodes are 45 to an hour. Is that mm-hmm. true? I mean, yeah, but yeah. like they feel like marathons. Like mm-hmm. it's just like you're really going to like watch this. Mm-hmm. Like you you need mm-hmm. to pay attention. So it is mm-hmm. hard to like commit to something like that for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think about halfway through or three fourths of the way through, I was like, man, we're just, we were just really watching like a family have just their dad die and deal with it. Like that's just all we're doing right mm-hmm. now. Like there wasn't anything like, you know, there weren't ghosts. I mean, there was, there, there weren't ghosts really. There was like, you know, they're seeing their dad, but that's it's just them. Like know. that's just TV working yeah. through the pain kind of thing. Uh, at least I think, that's what that was at the moment. I think dad might have been at ghost at the end. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, at the end. Yeah. Well, I wasn't there. I said three, four, sir. Um, right. I had a thought part of the way through that. Like this kind of felt like a really good, like just like mini movie. Uh, if it was just like a 70 minute movie about a grieving family, like I feel like I would get it. Yeah. There's probably um, like only one or two little episode about just grief. Yeah. There's probably only like one or two little things that could have ended a little bit more succinct, mm-hmm. like maybe add, maybe add 15 more minutes on it to really end it. But I like, mm-hmm. probably could have really worked out for like what you're saying. Yeah. I feel like it was yeah. like, I feel like it was good, but as a pilot didn't necessarily make me go, Ooh, what's going to happen next? It's just sort of like, that was an interesting story cool <laughs> i mean there is no like next next to look forward to yeah, it's just there's, like there's no next it's just on. like now it's just like dad died on monday now it's wednesday and dad's mm-hmm. still dead and what is the family like i was i was gonna say we're gonna watch I, them do their finances or something i have no idea what the next episode what the rest of this show is gonna be about yeah well i saw the no next clue. i saw the next episode's title and it was called like the will or something like that okay, so, so like okay so they're still dealing with they're still dealing with it mm-hmm. Episode three is like, like bringing dad's clothes to Goodwill. (laughs) (laughs) Episode four is like divvying up the inheritance. Dad's baseball cards. (laughs) Pawning dad's Mickey Mantle. (laughs) I I mean, I imagine at some point it's like they get, they talk Nate into coming home and being part of the family business or something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How many seasons? Five. Five. five okay five. Oh, wow. i mean yeah they're the, the the obviously like i feel like the kids nate claire and david are all going to be like kind of the things going forward obviously it's like like joe said they did a really good job of kind of building uh, at least kind of explaining at least where all the kids are at in a way mm-hmm. like obviously david's like a closeted gay uh guy who helped, like kept that from his family and is has a relationship with this like cop oh yeah uh, it, which was like Keith the cop Keith the cop <laughs> um, which that was like kind of interesting and then obviously like Nate's just kind of like a bum in Seattle coming home just banging ladies that he meets in the airport now like potentially starting a relationship with this lady as well and then they have a literal meth head uh, now as a a, 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 like you do a, a blossoming meth head because you she, have she, enough kids one of them's gonna be a meth head. Yeah, she tasted the crystal <laughs> well, ooh, is it's she gonna come is she gonna come back turn in tune in to episode two yeah she's got the first taste <laughs> i really liked it crystal yeah <laughs> <laughs> just the blue stuff <laughs> um honestly i think 
I think I like it the more we talk about it. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be better if we all just did some crystal. <laughs> it would. It. I would like it much better. Does anyone know where to get crystal? <laughs> <laughs> probably walk around. And <laughs> we live in a city. We could probably find it. Yeah, Craigslist or something in the block. Probably. Just literally Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace. But uh, you know, I I I think I'm like interested in a weird way. Like, yeah, I'm like this is good because I, I was like halfway whatever through, and I'm like, well, yeah, we're just watching a family like grieve mother dad, and it's just like, yeah, everyone, in a way, everyone's family is like kind of this messed up, and everyone and like at least I think in some level. So I think that mm-hmm. connects with a bunch of people. Like, even if you, you may not be gay or a meth head or like cheating on your husband or but just, you're one of those things or yeah <laughs> or, or a bum but you're one of them yeah, yeah like you know or you're like a jace right mm-hmm. you're meth a jace some people yeah, are for yeah. sure kind of methish <laughs> <laughs> joe's meth a jace <laughs> oh uh, man but so so yeah, I'm I'm interested. Would I roll into episode two tomorrow? Yeah, how could you? After <laughs> you know, like no, I'm not. Yeah, nobody got time. No, like Joe's. I'm watching a movie. That was a good movie. I'll mm-hmm. watch the next movie tomorrow. That's the hard thing about like HBO or Showtime or anything is like those shows are just so much longer because even like an hour long show on like cable is really only 43 minutes you know mm-hmm. yeah um and even netflix doesn't seem to they do things i feel like more along 40 or like disney disney plus like the new like hawkeye things i think those are only like 40 some but like to be just over an hour that it just feels like you're really watching a movie which takes a different kind of writing and shooting and i've been plowing through game of thrones and it literally just feels like you're hopping into a movie every single time. Hmm. You're like tired at the end. <laughs> that's kind of how I feel right now. It makes me let's not watch, watch another it. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let's watch another one. But before we do that, let's do predictions. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, also, one of you is going to have to look up what the name of the next episode is because I'm so not in charge tonight I that it. I didn't even bring my phone into the room. Hey. Um, but Come I'll do my episodes. predictions first. My first one is mom is dead. Oh, okay. I can see oh, that. The Ruth. matriarch has left the building, if you will. That'll happen. I will. Um, this one's a little vanilla, but I kind of feel like it's true. Nate still lives in the hometown now. Like he didn't go back to Seattle or anything. Um, but he is not involved in the family business. Okay, interesting. Okay. So he's just around, being older brother guy kind of thing. But he's not doing funeral stuff. Um, I think <laughs> this is just uh, I went Dexter on this one. <laughs> David kills or has killed somebody. Okay, I could see it. Yeah, I have that too. I, <laughs> I, it's impossible I not to see him. He just as he's, a murderer. he's just like gay Dexter right now. That's all he is. <laughs> he's gay Dexter, which is even better. That's a more compelling Dexter. Adds <laughs> <laughs> dimension. Yeah, I mean, in the first like at least quarter of the show, he seemed kind of creepy too. Like he seemed like he he's because he was the only one at first like seeing stuff and I was like this guy's out of his mind. I feel like he seemed like creepy until like I met Keith and then I was like, oh, you got Keith. Oh, this you're is just great. A human. You guys should just be <laughs> together forever. Yeah. Um. 
Cute and number four, Claire is in a relationship with Rico. Was that her Rico? Oh, we didn't mention Rico, but Rico is like oh. the like helper kid that um, oh. works at the funeral home. He's the I person. Thought it, I thought that was her like date who she like did meth with. No, oh, no, that no, no, guy. No. His uh, that guy. His his on the IMDb. His like character's name is. Claire's meth boyfriend or something <laughs> like that. Meth date. Yeah, I meth think date. He's yeah. in stuff that I've seen him in, and he's never like he's. You know, you always you know like, what you know him from. Yeah. No. What do I know him from? He's in the first two episodes of Buffy. He's like a yeah. bad like Jesse. Family. Yeah. He sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. Those are my um mine. <laughs> that's hilarious to me. That last prediction because both Claire and Rico are both in Can't Hardly Wait together. Editing mm. together? Yeah. I mean, they're both in that film. Oh. <laughs> well, I can't Joe, hardly wait to got? see them together. <laughs> hey, I want, I'm, I'm for it. Um, so you had Ruth dies. I have Claire dies. Oh, dang. Addiction? Overdose? I don't know. I just think it would be uh, you know, quite the surprise that the youngest one dies. I would be. Who knows? Um, I think it's Christmas time again. We didn't really mention that, but like people were back in town for the holidays. I think it's Christmas again. It's so hard to like understand that it's the quote unquote the holidays unless they say it. Uh, I saw no holiday stuff in this yeah. whole episode, and they were like in sunny weather. They, the whole time. He there was like Christmas music on the radio that he was singing, and then when they zoomed into the other end of the call, it was on the Christmas tree. Oh, shut your mouth, Jimmy! <laughs> and like presents, <laughs> I, and I, I forgot to thank you for for uh, picking a Christmas show during this yeah. season. So yeah, thank, well, done. Festive. well oh. done. Oh yeah. Way to go. <laughs> um, I think that they're, I think that they do end up selling the shop. Oh, yeah. Okay. The death shop. Phone death shop. shop of death. Um, and then my last one, I think that dad makes a ghost appearance. Like a legitimate nice. ghost appearance or like what he's been doing in this first episode. What he's been doing. I think he's in okay. the episode, but like, he's like clearly still dead. Cool. What if he's alive? He's back. In ghost form. <laughs> ghost form. <laughs> All right. I so I number one also had I I have Dave has killed. <laughs> has killed. Really quick, should we make first and last pogs and sell them? Would yeah. people buy that? <laughs> yeah, sure. Hit us up at FNL Podcast on the Gmail on the Twitter if you would buy first and last pogs. <laughs> it's got to be coming back, right? Probably. I mean, yeah, we can decide like. Who's going to be the slammer? Oh. <laughs> Why can't we have three slammers? I guess, yeah, you can make multiple slammers. The problem is we need to figure out who would be the razor blade slammer. Mm, oh, I had one of those. It was like kind of like be Claire. gold, bronzish. Claire's going to be the, yeah, Claire's the razor blade slammer. <laughs> <laughs> We're all just plastic <laughs> shitty slammers. Claire's the thick metal razor blade slammer. <laughs> yeah, the asshole who had the like, like three quarter inch like slammer it's just a hockey puck at this point <laughs> i had that keep going down. Ridiculous. <laughs> okay number two i think keith is i okay what i wrote was keith is covering up crime <laughs> that like i hope is just dave's killings mm. but like also i thought that would just be compelling on its own if he's just like a this is just like a bad cop i oh, mean i feel like keith is such a good guy though yeah yeah exactly it would throw you wouldn't it um, and then I have number three. I think dad is still showing up, but but I have dad shows up at an uncomfortable time, hmm. like like you're like taking a piss or something. <laughs> He's just like, hey, 
Like, oh, come on. He's standing oh, on top Dad. of the toilet bowl. Like, ah. Or Nate's, Nate's banging some lady after meeting her in the airplane. He's in the closet with them. Uh, number four, <laughs> I f- also think no, they're in the closet. No, Dad's in the closet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I've, I, I also have, they are burying mom. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't care if they bury him. I just want her to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Burying's not my problem. All right. And the last episode, according to this wiki, is episode 63, Everyone's Waiting, August 21, 2005. They're all waiting. Cool. All right. Let's watch it, and we'll be back after that. And we're back. <laughs> We're done with the final episode of Six Feet Under. I believe it was called Everyone's Waiting. Mm, it was. It was four hours ago, so I can't quite remember. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jimmy DeVarito. Sure do. Brenda delivers Willa, was apparently the name of the baby, two months early at two pounds, four ounces. Several health problems, obviously. She worries about Willow while Nate, in a vision, is constantly negative. That's what we're calling those now? Visions? I get, I, I, she was legitimately being haunted guess. by him. <laughs> I think they were visions. We'll talk about that. Keith kicks David out for the kid's sake. Wait, I just realized their couple name is Keith David. <laughs> That's awesome. The greatest voice actor ever known to man. <laughs> Goliath himself? Keep going. Uh, I'm sorry. God bless him. R.I.P. <laughs> I'm sure he's alive. He's very much alive. Uh, so then David moves back home where Ruth cares for him. Claire gets an unexpected job offer in NYC. Uh, Rico convinces David to sell Fisher and Diaz. And that's what the company's called now. And then... Uh, Nathaniel Sr. chastises David uh, in his dreams, causing him to embrace his demons and change his mind about selling the business. He's got some demon in a red hoodie now for some reason. Mm, yeah, uh, yeah. He fights. That he sees, that he fights, that has like nice saber tooth face, <laughs> saber tooth tiger mouth face. It's just a demon trying to get him to go to Miami and start murdering criminals. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait. It really feels like that's this, this is the same universe. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, he's not going to sell to Rico or whatever. Or sell the business so that Rico can cash out. Margaret is impressed to see Olivier's nurturing side. Who's Margaret? Is that Brenda's mom? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it was a character that we didn't know. And Olivier was a character at their house too um was that was that uh kathy bates <laughs> no so this is um this is referencing brenda's like family there was like a whole scene where like her brother billy who seems like he maybe has some like ocd and like maybe like autism spectrum kind of stuff he was in the pilot too i don't we didn't talk about him oh i didn't i didn't even remember him from the pilot really oh no. yeah he was like in the fridge doing weird stuff in the pilot um anyway and then this guy olivier was there don't understand what his relationship is to the family but in the imdb he did not have the same last name um 
and he was like a teacher of Claire's, like an art teacher. Anyway, Rico and Vanessa, his wife, celebrate an investment. Um, Ruth and Claire finally make up, and Ruth insists she follow her dreams. Claire's job falls through, but Nate convinces her to move anyway. Ghost Nate. Ghost Vision Nate. (laughs) The family toasts Nate's memory at a farewell dinner for Claire. And Claire's departure reveals what's to come for her family members and herself. So while she drives away, uh, this stuff happens. Brenda will remarry and care for Maya and Willa. David and Keith finally get married. Dirt. Durrell? Oh, is that one of um, one David of and Keith's kids? Yeah. Is interested in embalming. <laughs> Rico and Vanessa stay together. I thought the same kid that was like interested in embalming earlier was like they had said like two minutes before that he wanted to be a firefighter. I thought yeah, that's right. They, and they then all of a sudden he was like watching him embalm like he, that's he, what he was trying to do. To did a one eighty. You know, kids will be kids. <laughs> and then Ruth dies. We see everyone kind of die. In this montage. We can't skip that, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> Ruth dies in 20, 2025 at age 79. Keith is shot to death <laughs> in 2029 at age 61. Claire, uh, because I should, we should say it. So he is like a armored car driver, like, like a cash moving, probably, you know, moving from bank to whatever yeah. or business to whatever. So somebody, some people rob him. Um, then Claire marries Ted. Um, Dave dies in 2044 at age 75 um, in the middle of a picnic. And then Rico dies in 2049 at age 75 on some sort of futuristic cruise. Yeah. Space uh, cruise. Space cruise, hopefully. Brenda then dies in 2051, age 82. And Claire dies finally in 2085 at age 102. So we'd be living forever then. Can we just skip to that end part right now? Yeah. Where we watched just like a whole show that was pretty serious. And then it ended in like a five Stream. minute like montage of all of the characters yeah. dying. So it kicks off with Claire yeah. driving off like off on her like new adventure in her Prius. And then while she's driving, like she's getting visions of all this stuff that's happening in the future, which is just like everyone's deaths in order. And mm-hmm. like they each death like shows like the person dying and it's usually just like them fainting in the middle of like a crowd and yeah, then they it, all dying in pub in the <laughs> yeah. middle of public yeah and then and then it flashes their name and like their you know birth year and death year but yeah all of their deaths are not like you know like in a hospital like hooked up to some machines it's just like oh i'm at a picnic and i fucking pass out dead <laughs> I mean, did you guys think yeah. this too? Like, I, I don't know. I, it was so silly. That was so silly. It was it's, the picnic it's one. Silly to me. All, all of, what? All of them. All of it. Yeah. Keith got just murdered. Yeah. Like just ra- like. <laughs> yeah. It happens. That's how Keith died. 
I, I think the point where it got silly to me was this is maybe the third death scene in where we saw because <laughs> there was like six <laughs> in a row where we saw like a nondescript guy death. well it was like it was way in the future at this point because like i think the last death we had seen was like in the 2040s and then they cut to another scene and it was on like a futuristic cruise ship. That was Rico's death. Yeah. yeah. But like we didn't know it was just like a futuristic cruise ship. There's like a couple and like, you know, they're wearing hats and stuff. We can't really see who they are. And then the one guy who's just like walking on the cruise ship just falls over and dies. <laughs> and then it just says, I forget what his first name was, but it says like, yeah, it says like, Joseph Frederico Diaz, and then the years, and we're just like, that was Frederico? Yeah. He died on this future cruise? Like, that's where it got silly for me. And then from there, just like kept going. That was only like halfway through. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why show was, about death. Why was that in there? Why didn't it just end with Claire driving off into the sunset going to New York? It seems like. It I wonder if that was a thing in the show that, like, when a person dies, even if it's just like a person of the week death, that yeah. it's just like that they show that title scene of their their name and year. I mean, and I guess it would. I guess it would make sense if even if they had like that week on the show, they were burying like Mrs. Gibbons mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was like Mrs. Gibbons, nineteen ninety, nineteen oh nine to two thousand one or something yeah, like, like that. that's kind of what I imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess it's mm. possible, but it's still like, man, that seemed goofy to me. Uh, it, yeah, it, it sure was. I love, I love being able to see in a finale, like, like let's skip a bunch of years ahead and see what pe- what's going on with people. I feel what, like that's been. But done. how about we go to twenty eighty five real quick? <laughs> see what Claire. Oh, she's dead. Oh, she's just in bed, a hundred and two years old. She looked like a monster in that bed when she died. She, yeah, she looked like. That's what 102 looks like. Yeah, old people are freaky, man. That was crazy. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Even in 2085, you would think that they would, like, upload her brain into the Matrix or something. Yeah, she should go to, like, San San Junipero at that point, right? exactly. No one dies anymore. I don't... I don't know what this show's (laughs) about. Because, like... Because, like... It's like this is a show. It's called Six Feet Under. Like mm-hmm. it's about death. So like, I get it. But like, and we only saw two episodes, so maybe they were pretty bookended in just complete utter sadness, mm-hmm. um, and death. <laughs> but like, it was also tons of like ghosts or mm-hmm. whatever visions, and we didn't see. Like any of, I think it's weird to me that we didn't see any of that in the montages or like even like Claire is 102. She's in a bed like by herself. There's like a lady, like a, it seemed like it was just like, she's in like a hospice care and there's a woman there sitting in a chair, but like you're 102, you got no family around you while you die. Mm -hmm. What's it all for, man? To quote, uh, I mean, Jimmy, to quote Donnie Darko, every single living human in the world dies yeah, alone. Yeah, we die alone. <laughs> but where was Ted? We didn't see Ted's death. Ted oh, yeah. The, the write-up didn't say anything about Ted until, like, they I just th- got married. I thought we did. Did we not? No, no, no. Because he was, like, I think he was sitting across from 
Claire when she died or something. Uh, we No, 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 because Claire was in the bed by herself. Claire was in the bed by herself. Well, maybe Ted lives forever. He probably lives forever. That makes sense. 2085, they've got that power. But so Ted is... um. <laughs> Uh, but like Claire couldn't Chris afford it or something. <laughs> Messini was the same. Yeah, Christmas Messina. Christmas Yeah, mm-hmm. he's from Minnie's Project and um, Newsroom. Are the things we've seen him in? Yeah, he's I looked in other up stuff. I looked up his um, IMDb and stuff, and uh, there's a lot of stuff that I must have seen him in that I just like never registered. There's like mm, yeah. the HBO show sharp objects. Um, oh, there's yeah. like a Netflix movie called I care a lot about like elder fraud that oh. I for sure have seen, but I don't remember a whole lot about it, but okay. like probably seen him in that. He's always just yeah, like a great. pretty good supporting character. Mm-hmm. Right. He's, um, he's Victor Zaz in, uh, one of those, um, Harley Quinn movies. Oh yeah. Forget yeah. Which one him, now I saw him on the credits for that. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie, but Victor Zaz, huh? Yeah. Interesting pull. Yeah. <laughs> he's like kind of a he's like good. handsome guy, and like I didn't yeah. expect Victor Zaz to be a handsome guy. Isn't he just kind That's of like, true. he's like covered in scars and shit? He's, he's also like bald, isn't he? Yeah. Like jacked. Bald the guy jacked. doesn't strike he's me as like jacked. He strikes me as like a handsome, a soft man. Hit, <laughs> yeah, hit yeah. Man. He's a hit man. He's a dangerous man. Um, but so besides like the just, I mean, to me, comical ending of everyone dying, I, I feel like halfway through, I also turned to you guys and I was like, this is just a show about just us watching a sad family be sad. Mm-hmm. Like we mm-hmm. watched, we watched like two and a half hours of just like a mopey family, basically. Mm. And so I mean, maybe that's too real. Maybe it's <laughs> just like watching our families or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, but like, um, I was just like, oh man, I don't, I don't think it's bad. That's yeah. the problem. I want. I think I want it to be bad. <laughs> um, am I necessarily interested in watching more of this? Mm. Like I said, I said it in the first part that I didn't want to skip into episode two because, like, that was a movie. Yeah. Now we've watched two episodes in one night, and it is factually too much Six Feet Under for one day to watch two episodes in one day. Yeah. Fact. Well, I, I feel like kind of on that tip, like, yeah, the first episode was, like, an interesting, like, 62-minute movie about grief. And then this last episode was uh, maybe an interesting... Um, 40 minute movie about <laughs> grief even around like because like the main thing was like the birth of um like brenda's child mm-hmm. which like there's still some like leftover grief from the death of her husband right yeah like, so and nate, 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 nate had died dead. like three or four episodes before so like, there's yeah so there's still interesting like 40 minute episode of again grief there um mm-hmm. and then 20 minutes of bonkers death scenes um <laughs> but those two things i feel like i i definitely have not seen the show like right i feel like i have no idea what this show is like <laughs> yeah you know, not even ab- about i mean i for sure don't know what the show is about but i don't even know what <laughs> like you, you dropped me you dropped me in season three episode five i i don't know who's in it or what they're like yeah. are they just doing stuff around the 
the funeral home because we didn't really see much of the funeral home stuff in these episodes. I mean, I guess we saw some just because the father died in the first episode, but uh, yeah, at some point Rico becomes like a partner in it and he was just like working there Mm -hmm. at the time. So Mm -hmm. there's some plot movement that happened. Yeah. I just have no idea what to expect for the rest of the show. So, okay. So I think, I think all the like, um, Nath, uh, Nathaniel Sr. and then like Nate and all that stuff. I don't think they're ghosts. I think they're just like the inhibitions. They're just like the they're plot devices. They're they're plot devices, but they're like <laughs> inner inner thoughts of that like yeah, yeah. character. Yeah, the you projections know? of the of the character, yeah, yeah. And, and like because we saw in this one the big thing with the baby being like a like premature whenever Brenda sees Nate, he's like saying these horrible things that this kid is like, got no chance. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then, um, she like Ruth is finally like, Hey, are you okay? And she's like, nah, <laughs> <laughs> not, not at all. <laughs> like maybe he's weighs two pounds. Like, I, like I think she might die or whatever, <laughs> you know? And like, once she, like the next time we see Nate, like, ghost vision nate he's like holding the baby Mm -hmm. which he had not done like previously and it's like i'm gonna love this baby you know Mm -hmm. and i think like she got she like got her like worries out and she's like like okay things are gonna be okay you know and i think that's i assume that's like a plot device then for like the whole show is that we're kind of seeing these things play out through death and maybe that's part of like this grief grieving process i don't i don't know yeah i i, I never Sounds i like def- a good idea <laughs> yeah I, I definitely never thought they were actual ghosts i definitely thought they were just like would have been great you know when they show like superpower some weird superpowers or do other things or f- like limitless and stuff like that like you know when they have to like show that they're doing a thing but it's mm-hmm. not like really happy you know when sherlock holmes calculates stuff <laughs> <laughs> and right. whatnot like yeah it's all that it's not they're not real ghosts but yeah it is interesting to do something i i agree too joe that yeah maybe we haven't really seen this show this may be one of the first shows in a in a weird way where it's kind of like have we not really actually seen what this show is mm-hmm. i feel like a lot is given away generally in a first and last um but in a way, I, I kind of think that as long as Jimmy doesn't cancel his HBO subscription, <laughs> that we potentially have a duty or an option to like at least watch like one or two more episodes in season one, not on the pot, like offline, mm-hmm. um, and and, and just even air. and just see what's going on. Like mm-hmm. if you watch The Will, and especially if you somehow even get to season one episode three by that point, if the show is not established and it doesn't feel different than what we just watched, then we've seen the show. Yeah. But if Mm -hmm. it does feel different and then it changes what you feel, it's whatever. I think, I think what I'm trying to say is listeners, uh, I, I think we're inconclusive on this one in a way and that more homework is needed Mm -hmm. by, by you more so than us really. But (laughs) I I think I want to try to potentially do some more homework. I think that's admirable. I think I think uh, I could see like grief 
is a huge fucking topic, you know, like everyone experiences <laughs> it completely differently. So like there's a lot of avenues that maybe they could explore in this show in five seasons. Um, and it is fascinating, but it's also incredibly morbid. Like you said, it's hard to watch a lot of it, especially if maybe that's something that you're dealing with right now. Maybe it'd be a really good thing for you. Maybe it'd be a terribly triggering and horrible thing for you <laughs> right now. But it is interesting, and it's uh, it's worth it's thinking about. Yeah, definitely a good thing. Let's let's really dive down and discover some some things that we feel about grief during the holiday yeah. season. Let's, let's do it. This is a this is a huge time for grief. Holidays, yeah. shit. <laughs> shit. Thought it was festive. I'm just but go replay the Last of Us. Just like uh, dig real deep in. Nice. Well, I mean, I don't got I don't got a computer for a week. Uh, we talked about that at the beginning, so maybe I'll turn on the TV. Hey, and watch hey, one or two well, more. Of these logged and... into my account, so. Don't you can't say that online. The authorities are gonna arrest us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna abandon it the second I finish Game of Thrones. Well, I think I'm close. I thought it was like already abandoned already. Well, I mean, on its its way out, it's on borrowed time. Fair enough. Um. So uh, there's like one other thing that's been bothering me. uh, Richard Jenkins is that his name? Yeah, the dad. Nathaniel Sr., I was like, I've seen this guy in something super recently, and I could not place it, and I finally found it in the IMDb, because he is in a movie I watched during Spooky Month, and that was Cabin in the Woods. Hmm. He's, he's like, in Cabin in the Woods? He's opposite like Bradley Whitford. Is yeah. he, There's uh, one oh, two together. He's yeah. one of those two dude, white-collar dudes, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fuck. And those those two alone like, make How did that I movie not yeah. place so good. That? It was killing me. Yeah, I, I love great. Cabin in the Woods, and the fact that I did not even notice that is crazy. Yeah, well, he's definitely completely younger in this. Well, but just the still. the role is so insanely different; it almost seems yeah. like a different person. Yeah, oh, yeah, true, true, true. Because he's just a a a dickhole in the like yeah. hilarious man in that yeah, one in a great so. way, as is Bradley Whitford. But he's kind of that same role in everything, I guess. Like Thor is in that movie, yeah, yeah, right. young like early Chris Holmes. Yeah, he yeah. he uh, kills himself by jumping a motorbike into a force field. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers for Cabin in the Woods. Sorry, <laughs> it's a fantastic movie. Um, do we got any other stuff to say about this before we get into predictions? Uh, I was trying to look. I don't think I have anything. Of note, Rico was in a couple episodes of Scrubs, and I think I just noticed that because I've been watching, going through Scrubs. Gonna watch season nine of Scrubs. Yeah, gosh, probably. Is that like a new season of Scrubs? No, that's the that's the last last last. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Also, the 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 driving death montage at the end was to see a. Sia's breathe what is it breathe breathe me breathe on me that doesn't sound right <laughs> Sia's breathe it was on a big me. song for a while I was on the radio all the time and it was like man if you want me to be depressed play this song on the radio hmm don't know it really breathe yeah. me you you listener you know it <laughs> Josh how'd you do 
Um, yeah, I, I, so I think we're all on it. Uh, jury's out technically on this one. More research needed potentially. So far, uh, interesting show. But my predictions. Number one, mom is dead or gone. She did die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because everyone died. Because most people died. <laughs> Well, by the end, everyone died. Yeah, I wish I would have. Man, could you imagine? Because I tried to do one. Yeah, I'm sure you guys didn't uh, catch on to my intricate uh, predictions where I try- I named every one of the family members and gave mm-hmm. them one prediction. Pretty, a pretty hard thing to follow. Man, mom is dead. Nate is dead. David dead. Claire is dead. Four points. That would have been fantastic. <laughs> but no, my only one is mom's dead. So I'm taking a point for that. Ah, uh, the other three, not so good. I said Nathan is still Nathan still lives in hometown, but not in not not involved in family business. He was uh he was the dead from the start of this episode. Yeah, so that didn't really work. The in. most dead. Yeah, he's the anyway. most dead of them all. Uh, second, uh, third one. Sorry, is uh, David kills or has killed someone? The Dexter Dream had not been born yet, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So that's not the case. And then my fourth one was Claire is in a relationship with Rico. I, I wanted it, but it, it, it Rico seemed to be happily married to some other lady with two children. So good for him. Yeah. Um, but it's doing great. But I will take my one point for dead mom. Cool. <laughs> hmm. uh, is it me? Who's next? I think it was you. <clears throat> um, I had that Claire dies, which she did at the age of 102. Damn. Um, well done yeah i got it in at the buzzer um <laughs> it's christmas time again which was not um there's it was like it was like late november or something yeah. because she was potentially moving at the very end she was supposed to get to new york on like december 6th mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that so yeah mm, so um close. i have they're selling the shop which they they did right they ended up doing it no no but I like s- mom was moving um, I think wait. David decided that he didn't want to sell, and then Keith and David at the end talked about they how they bought, they, Rico, they bought out. Rico out. Okay, so gotcha. they they kept it. Okay, okay. So yep. yeah, it stays in the family. So I don't think that's the point. Man, that was a close one. Yeah, that went back and forth a few times. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, then my last one is that uh, Dad Nate Senior makes a ghost appearance, which he did. Oh, he for did. sure. Um, so that's two points. He did a couple times. Yeah. Two points, almost three. Nice. Um, I said Dave has killed, and that's inconclusive at best. <laughs> I still think he might have killed somebody. I mean, at some point. He <laughs> killed his demons. That's not that's not okay. a person. And then I thought Keith was covering up crime. He's not even a cop anymore. He's doing, like, security. He's a dead uh, armored dead. car security man. <laughs> yeah. Um, then I said, Dad. Oh, so like Nathan Nathaniel Senior shows up at an uncomfortable time. That's not really true. He was in. I think he was just in David's dream, and then at the end, towards the end, when he was with Nate, when Nate's holding the baby and being like good guy all of a sudden. And that was the only comfortable Brenda ghost moment that there was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I said they're burying mom and they did have a bury, a bury mom. Oh yeah. So the one person we didn't mention was mom's 
Ruth's new boyfriend, George, who's James Cromwell, who's in like everything. Mm-hmm. Um, at least I think he was new. I assume he's not the church guy that she was cheating on oh, her husband yeah, with. I love It'd be it. Pretty fun though. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> let's believe that. Yeah. To be true. So how many, wait, how many points did you get? So I just got one. Okay. Kind of mark it down on the old spreadsheet, which, AKA the notebook I'm holding in mark my hand. It, dude. All right. Is that it? We did it. All right. We did it. We finished six feet under. We completed it. Um, asterisk maybe more homework to be talked about later on but uh thank you for uh, joining us on this marathon i feel like listeners Mm -hmm. uh if you want to give us some show suggestions or you know tell us something that we've missed from this episode because i'm sure i'm sure we've missed so much from six feet under um also tell us about all the ghouls that are in the show somewhere in the middle um, but you can do that at FNL podcast on the Gmail or on the Twitter. Uh, and that's gonna just wrap it up for the week. So we're gonna say goodbye. Have a good week. Goodbye. Um, and so, yeah, we're mid thirties. And I think we have a lot more friends that <laughs> than hey, you do, listener, <laughs> bitch. Um, and I think the correlation is we're living a lot better lives. <laughs> oh. oh boy! Uh, Paste this on the internet, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> this is solid banter. Saved up enough to get a good nursing home. This is funny, right? Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is fun this is banter. This is the funny banter I was talking about. <laughs> this is the podcast you wanted? Yeah, this is the one.